0: Hello everybody, this is Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Jill Hope with us, a money mindset coach for women, a writer, inspirational speaker and founder of iSign, empowering women to embody their authentic voice, own and express their unique gifts and make more money doing purpose-based work that they love. So without further delay, let's welcome Jill. Jill, welcome to the show.
1: Hey Subrat, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to talk to you today.
0: Awesome. Jill, let's begin with your journey. Like, why did you choose this career? What exactly inspired you to become a coach? How did you get started into this profession?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Because it's interesting when people used to call me a coach. So I'm in a second iteration of my business now. I started out as a parenting coach, but I wouldn't call myself that. I was very resistant to calling myself a coach. And so like the fact that I'm very comfortable calling myself a coach now is interesting What happened is that, so I guess I considered myself a teacher. I was teaching parents how to raise their kids with confidence and self-esteem, how to overcome bullying situations and things like that. But I found that people wanted to work with me more closely and I was actually doing the work of a coach and I didn't even realize it. And when I actually thought about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I've been coaching all of my life, like from a little girl I just didn't know that's what it was called. <laughs> so I guess when you say, how did I get into it? It's I, I guess I've just always been that and I've just tried to follow my passion and my problems and my problems led me into teaching and training and coaching because when you have a, a an issue in your life and you overcome it, at least for me, I want to help people and teach what mm-hmm. I learned. So that's how I got into it. So I was doing the parent and parent coaching but I have since transitioned into strictly supporting entrepreneurs to build their coaching business.
0: That's awesome. And now whom you are exactly like helping and how you are helping them. Tell us a little bit about.
1: Great question. Yeah. So I am a mindset coach. I'm all about perspective and perception and the the talk that goes on inside your head, because I have discovered how much that controls your results. And how I'm specifically helping people now is to attract and enroll high-paying clients. Because one of the things that I notice over and over again is that the people who are coaches out there who are struggling to make enough money, like, sure, you're paying your bills, but are you living the lifestyle you want to live? Most coaches are not, okay, if they're honest with themselves. They're fulfilling what they feel is their purpose, but they're not really thriving. And so what I've discovered is that in order to step into a business where you're actually serving at a really high level, you need to look at how what you offer and how you offer it in a completely different way. And that does require a lot of internal work to be able to do it. So I help people to really offer the full value that they have and and make a transformational shift in a client's life. And when you do that, you can charge high ticket prices. So I also teach people how to sell uh, high ticket offers
0: that's awesome and basically like you are only doing one-on-one uh, coaching or you have a uh, group coaching or any kind of uh, programs if anybody wants to get coaching from you then what are the options that are available
1: yeah great question so i have two different options actually there's three but two primarily that i promote all the time assuming that i have openings in there at the time, but um, I do have private coaching. I do not work with a lot of private clients at a time, but I love it. And those are for clients who really wanna move fast and they wanna go deep and they wanna have a a big change and a big result in their life. So I do the one-on-one coaching, but I also offer a group program, which is also, I love working in groups as well because you've got a different dynamic when you've got other people there and it's very supportive. Yeah, I've got training and coaching that go together. That is like the best of both worlds because you're learning strategies and ideas and self-reflection and all of that. And then you get the coaching to implement it in your business.
0: So Jill, since you have a lot of uh, experience in this field, what do you think What are the most important qualities when it comes to be a successful mindset coach?
1: Yeah, number one is, well, there's actually two that come to mind immediately. Is One is being a good listener. Because if yeah. you're not a good listener with your clients, you're not going to be able to help them because you're not really going to be hearing what they need and what they want and where they're getting stuck. And that then is- you also need to be really good at asking the right question. You need to know how to ask questions and what to ask to elicit the type of responses that will help you really see what's going on for a client. And one of yeah. the things that I use, which is a gift, but I believe we all have the capability to do this, is also tuning into our intuition. So when I'm working with a client, I am very intuitive. And one of the things my clients always tell me that they love about working with me is that I always, I read between the lines. Mm -hmm. And so a good coach can do that, whether it is you're using your intuition to do that, which I do, or you're just able to ask really good questions that elicit the types of responses that help you you see what's going on. That's that is what I think is the perfect package for a coach that will excel and get great results with their clients.
0: Yeah, correct, absolutely, and also if I talk about the mostly the coaching processes, people always like most of the coaches. They always says that asking great question is the key to discover your clients like whatever uh, ways that your clients want to go, whatever the things that your clients want to do. But here is the thing that asking right question is the important part of the coaching role. Like, what do you think, like how much it is important and how it's helped people to activate or discover the things that they have, like any kind of blind spot or
1: So how do I help them discover that? Yeah, it's really, I I like to know what a client's vision is. What do they want? And I like to know really clearly, like really paint the picture of what that looks like. And there are people that they, they think, Okay. So they'll tell me what they want. Right. Yeah. But I can tell if there's something they're not saying, because honestly, uh, for many people, we're, we don't give ourselves permission to have what we really want. Right. And we tend to think it in our private thoughts, but it's not often that we'll actually say it. So I like to really try to pull out of my clients. What is that thing? If you could have anything and I could take a magic wand and grant you whatever you want, like what what is the thing? What Like, let's pretend that there's no time issue, no money issue, and that it would be for the highest good of everybody in your life. Because mm. that's another issue that people have is they think that by them wanting big things, that somehow other people in their life will be upset or kept small or they're, that they're taking from someone else. And that's just completely not true. So mm. we have a lot of blocks in our heads that won't let us say what we want. So that's one of the first things I do is help them actually admit what do you really want because if you can't admit it you're never going to get it
0: correct correct and also like some people in the initial of the coaching things like some people they really don't know what exactly that they want like it happens with most of the people and uh, if they comes to you and you started your question they just uh, tell you that they want to get hyping clients or they want to do these things and later on they just change their mind (laughs) then how do you tackle this decision
1: I don't necessarily find that clients change their mind. I think what happens is over time, they start to know themselves better. And that's a big part of my process. My process is all about, my process is actually called Love Yourself Rich. It's all about getting to know yourself very deeply and actually loving the self that you are. And so as that happens, they get, clients get more in tune with what it is they really want and they don't feel so bad about wanting it is one thing. And, but the other thing is I always ask them if they can't, if they'll say, this is what I want and it's, and it seems kind of surface level, I always ask them, why do they want it? And I will keep digging on the why until we get to the root, the bottom layer of why do you really want that? That question, why can really pull out of a client more about their vision and and what they're... Why are you doing what you're doing? (laughs) What is the point for you? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. You know what? When we uh, talk about the coaching, accountability is the most important part also. Because if they're not accountable, then they're not going to get the result that they want. And sometimes some people are blaming the coach that the coach is not going to help me a lot. So that's why I just... I know I didn't get like what I was looking for and all. So how do you balance holding your clients accountable while also being compassionate and supportive enough?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid to tell it like it is, but I always tell it in a compassionate way. So one of the things I do with my clients is I bring truth to everything. Like when something's not working or, or they bring a big problem to me, it's okay, let's take a step back and let's look at what is true here. And so we'll lay it out that way. And because if you can't admit Because usually if a client's not getting the result, we know it's because they're not doing what they need to do. They're not doing the work or they have a deeper mindset block that we haven't gotten to yet. So it's good. It's asking the questions, right? So I will be curious about why things aren't working. And I will ask a lot of questions to determine, are they really doing the work? And if not, why? And that's usually how we discover the mindset block. Because if we keep finding that we're not doing the thing that we keep saying we're going to do, there's something going on in your head that is it's either a fear or usually it's a fear. Usually it's a fear of what yeah. people will think or the consequence. They they don't want to deal with whatever consequence it might be. And so we look we work on it there. But no, I'm not afraid to call my clients out, but they always know and feel my love. So it's never been a an issue. And my clients tend to get the results because we do work deeply in yeah closely together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And adding to that, like you have, I believe you have tons of your client's coaching success stories, right? So could you please tell one example of your client's coaching success story that is nearly close to your heart?
1: Oh, goodness. Wow. What One that really surprised me because it was so fast that I was like, wow, that's amazing, was I had a client who, this is when I was still a parenting coach, but I This woman who came to me, she actually is one of the reasons why I was inspired to make the shift into coaching entrepreneurs because I I used to get people, Subrat, that would come up to me when I was speaking in my parenting business and they would pull me aside and they're like, hey, can you help me create a business like you've created? And so that's what got me because I loved working with them. So I'd take them on as clients, but I never really advertised it. And so I loved working with them so much. But one of the first ones that came up to me and asked me that we started working together and. She wasn't really sure what she wanted to create. She had a vague idea. So we worked on that, but she went from not having a business and not knowing what she's going to do to in three months, she had four clients, like she landed four paying clients. And I was like, girl, like that's so amazing. So amazing. And so that kind of took me aback. I've had clients where like they work with me for 30 days. I had this one client who within her family, they man her and her husband, they manifested $60,000 after. She was working with me for 30 days just because of mindset shifts that she created. Yeah, and I've had, and then what's really interesting is that, because when you work within on yourself, and this is, this is huge, it doesn't, like if you're working on your business, fine. But when you're working on you, other things in your life shift as well. I have had people heal old relationships right. from the past. And I had this woman, an older woman, I think she was, she was close to 70 at the time that I worked with her. And she had all kinds of coaching stuff going on, but she had a a damaged relationship with her son and she healed that while we were working together because as she started to love herself more, she was able to love him in a different way and it brought them close together. Yeah. There are a lot of interesting stuff like that have happened over the years.
0: Yeah. And also as a coach, it always gives you that level of kicks to do more and more help more and more people.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I it fuels me and it's so fulfilling because this is my purpose. And like I said, I've been coaching since I was a little girl. I didn't even know it. I just, I love it so much. I love my clients.
0: That's awesome. So let's talk about some misconceptions that revolving around the coaching industry. So what, what are some common misconceptions that you have noticed?
1: Yeah, I think there's this tendency sometimes in people, it actually happened to me, where we think, oh, I'm going to I'm going to sign up for this coaching program and we throw some money at it. And then we think, OK, now this problem will be solved because I invested big in this thing. Right. And we think yeah. because we made the investment, that's all we have to do. And it's, no, that's just the start. <laughs> that's a big step. But there's a lot of work to do. So I think people sometimes, and I think it's a subconscious thing. I don't think people intentionally are like, oh, if I pay this money, then I don't have to do anything. I don't think anybody's thinking that, but it comes out in their actions. Like Then you notice, oh, they're not really doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. And so that's where you get curious. But so one of the misconceptions is just, oh, if I just pay for this program and I invest at this high level, this is automatically going to solve my problem. And it's like, no, it's not. You still have to do the the inner work. You've got to take the outer action or you're not going to get the results. It's cause and effect. The cause is not paying the money. The cause is taking the steps that come after that.
0: Paying money is always easy. Putting the work is always hard. And also if they are paying you the money, they always have a thought in their mind that they always evaluate that this are the value that I'm going to get is the success that I am looking for but deep down you have to put the work in order to get the success because paying money is very easy but putting the work in very hard
1: absolutely yeah i remember when i was enrolling a client this was a couple years ago and and she was going through a lot of trauma in her life and wanted to get her business going and needed to get her business going as a result and so she worked with me she wanted to sign up and work with me deeply for a year and I told her right in that conversation, I'm like, look, based on everything you've told me, this is you're looking at two years. Like, there, There's a lot of stuff we, we're going to have to work through before you're actually going to be at a place where you can fully step into your business and start making the money that you want and need to make. And so it's also like setting the expectations up front with clients of what it's going to look like and what they're going to have to do to get there and clients that are really committed are like she had said recently she said to me because we're on our second year now and she's Oi Jill you were right when you said two years I see it now like I get it because it's like this work it's a commitment if you really want to live your vision it's it takes a big commitment to do that and I think a lot of people like this there's that misconception like what we're just discussing but no it's a big commitment you got to
0: go all in Right, absolutely. And also, if you fulfill the commitment, if you put the work, it always reflects with all the aspects of your life. That is also important.
1: Absolutely. 100% because you're the one that's changing. And I don't mean changing like you're not yourself. You're becoming way more you really are. Very, and yeah. that is what helps you attract the clients you want, have the kind of business you want. And then, of course, that absolutely affects your entire life and everyone that you come into contact with. So, Everything gets better when you start in here.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed, hundred percent. Okay, Jill, you are writing the autobiography. How do you name it?
1: I would probably name it after my signature program because it does seem like the theme of my life, which is love yourself, rich. When you love yourself, rich, that, that is, I yeah. believe that is the path to true wealth and richness in your in anyone's life. Is you start from the inside, truly accept all those horrible things about yourself that you try to hide from people and you really own it and you really stand by yourself, that is when you're going to shine. And that is when the money, that is just a side effect yeah. of you being really happy and really owning who you are. So that would Correct. be that would be my title.
0: That's awesome. And also, what would be the last message for our audience?
1: The last message for the audience. I guess if I were to underline one of the points, it's really about you've got to If you're not committed to you, no one else is going to be committed to you, right? Like you can't expect your coach to care more about your you living your vision than you do. So it's really important to really sign up, stand up for your life, sign up for your life and your vision and follow. This just sounds so maybe trite, but you always hear this follow your dreams. But I talk about desire a lot because Desire is the starting point for anything that you want to create in your life. And people have not been taught that. People are told, oh, put your desires to the side. And we're told to do all focus on other people and what they want and not to ever think about ourselves or to put it at the bottom of your list. And the thing is, that's never going to bring the fulfillment that you want if you're always putting aside your desires. A lot, look at your desire. What is it that you want? Because if you can feel Something and see something in your mind's eye, you can have that. You can literally, absolutely create it. And actually, that is your life purpose pulling you forward into it. So, all of that desire.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also, like when you are fulfilling your desire, you are also helping a lot of your people around you and also your family. You are taking care of people that you are in love with or you want to make them happy and all. So, your desire is also indirectly connected with all these things. So that is why desire is also important. It's
1: You're so right. It's so true. When my son was little, he's an adult now, but when he was little, he used to say to me, like when I was down or sad, and maybe I was struggling in my business or whatever, and he would see me and I, I wouldn't be outwardly, like I wouldn't be crying or anything, but he could just tell because little kids yeah. are so intuitive. And periodically he'd come up to me and he's, mommy, be happy mommy. And he would just say that to me. And it made me realize that hit you starting with kids like our kids that's where they get their security when we're happy and it's such a powerful message for all of us and kids know this kids are always looking for their joy So we do need to look at our desires because that is the source. Like everyone else around you is going to be a lot happier if you're happy, right? Because you're going to be spreading the joy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: Jill, tell us what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that people can find you and get in touch with you. Seriously, I do not want to end this conversation, but due to some time limit, we have to do that. But tell us what is the best possible way so that people can reach out to you.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So go to iShineWealth.com And there, right at the top, I've got a a free masterclass. It's um, an on-demand masterclass. It's four secrets to skyrocket your business and bank account this year. I've got some really powerful stuff in there. It's a fairly short audio, but it's jam-packed with some good stuff. So that's at iShineWealth.com.
0: That's awesome. Guys, do make sure you follow Jill, wonderful person with great personality, and you can reach out to her by tapping our website. So that was today's episode of the Sparking entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Jill, for being on the show and it was an honor to hosting you today.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Subrat. I so appreciate it. And it's been lovely to be
0: here with you today. Thanks again, Jill. So that's it. I'm your host, Subrat signing up. And you guys have a wonderful day. Please take care of your health. Bye guys.